Welcome back to Freedom Speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700. Listen from anywhere, conservativetalkabq.com. I'd like to invite you to send me your questions and comments to my email address at Becca, that's B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. Send me your questions and comments, and if you want to get started advertising, we would love to have you on here as an advertiser. So we were talking about Jay's trip to the... Summit. Summit. Not a conference. Not a conference. Moment of Truth Summit. That's right. Yep. Your you music, were... by the way, is just awesome. Isn't it awesome? It is. The music yeah. I've turned into my father. Yeah. You know, the music yeah, the music yeah. today sucks. You know, it does. Yep. It's like I, I, I really I'm a fan of music from the sixties mm. and seventies. And the eight I love eighties. Some music. of the eighties is 80s. good too. Yeah. My yeah. dad's not an eighties fan like I am. I'm like, Dad, listen to Guns N' Roses, man, you'll love it. Yeah. Like, uh, he's a Beatles guy. You know? Oh, the Beatles yeah. are good too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The doors, the stones. The, doors, the stones are just amazing. The who. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I, I like all those classics. And they're dying. Yeah, they are. They're dying. They're dying. Well, I think good music is dying. No. The, good music is dead. The musicians dead. are dying. Yeah. The musicians are dying. <laughs> yeah, their music They've been backs to the max. Yeah, backs to the max. <laughs> yeah. To the max. yeah. Yeah, so I, it, it's pretty. It's pretty bad when you uh, are on the radio and they're playing oldies and it's like Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, you are know, you serious? The thing is, the music from them, from from that period of time, tells a story for the mm -hmm. most part, and it's timeless. And it's yeah. like the, a lot of the new music is just senseless. Yeah. It just it's like, well, I don't even get that. What are, what are they even talking about? Yeah. Or can you even tell what they're saying? You know. So. But that old music is timeless because you can sing along with it. You can you can hear the story. You can it, 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 the cars. Oh, I love the cars. You know the old cars from like you know their 1978 debut album. Yeah. Um, you know like just what I needed. Uh -huh. um, you know Benjamin Orr was the lead singer. Um, and it wasn't you know him and Rico Kasich traded um, lyrics there, but just phenomenal music. Yeah. And it's, you know it tells I could listen to Rick Springfield, Jesse's Girl. Yeah. All day. All day long. What's and, the number? And it's a great story how he wants his best friend's woman. Yeah. And I think that still happens today. And she's loving him with that body. I just know it. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Look God. at Corrine over there. But um, anyway, yeah, so... Uh, I, so, uh, your summit? Doing a lot of election integrity up on, as a county commissioner in Sandoval County. And um, I went there with an election integrity group from New Mexico, and I was invited by Lindell. And, you know, I really wasn't sure about this election integrity stuff. And, uh, and, and both of you, Corrine uh, and Becca, know, know Chrissy Cantor. And Chrissy has been a real big proponent of election integrity, and she's doing some stuff back in New Hampshire. And... You you know there's there's a saying there. Um, I think it's true in life. You can't unsee what you've seen, mm -hmm. and that is true with a lot of this stuff. When you go to these things, and if people on the left, even on the right, would just go with an open mind and just look at this, and just be like, okay. I, I get where they're coming from, which is why we need to revamp the election system in the United States. And that's what I'm proud that we've done in Sandoval County. I've been able to get rid of four of the seven drop boxes in Sandoval County. Uh, we've got to get rid of all of them. Those have yeah, to go. Yeah. Uh, we need but I think, Jay, it's beyond that because a lot of Republicans just think that you want to 
overturn the election no. of 2020. They just well, don't that's, understand. That's the narrative they're always trying. That's to what they're all trying the to peddle, and it has nothing to do with Trump. It's oh, 2020 is over. It's we gone. all yeah. concede that. Yeah. Right, but we have some some Republicans that just oh Jay's going up there just to, because he thinks uh, you know it was stolen from Trump. It's beyond Listen, that. Listen, I I won my election in 2016 when I took out the incumbent by a slim margin, not even 51 percent, and then because I'm in a very blue district, as you know, I won my re-election uh, at 51-49. I am more than willing to go through a forensic audit. If I lost, I lost. Yeah. If I won, great, I won. Yeah. It's not about that. Correct. Not, this is about making sure that from here on out in America, we have secure and fair elections. Some of the things I would like to see, and we passed a resolution, Becca, uh, with three to two, three Republicans, two Democrats voted against it. Um, voter ID, get rid of uh, Dominion, clean up the voter rolls, verify signatures, um, and, and there was another one in there. But I, And I talked about this on Facebook Live yesterday uh, with voter integrity is I firmly believe, I didn't believe it before, but I, I, I think this country needs a election day national holiday every two years mm -hmm. to get people to go and vote. Oh, and get rid of the mail-in ballots. So my question is this, Jay. A lot of this uh, um, extended time to vote and the, the mail drop boxes, those were enacted because of COVID. Am I right or wrong? Well, we've always had this extended early voting. Okay. We've always had that. And it's gotten, you know, because years ago you didn't have early voting. And then it's been expanded, expanded, expanded. But you've had absentee voting years ago, which, which was fine. But now it's like... Hey, we're gonna have this Dropbox. You get this. You get this letter mailed, but you are. You Wait, know, that was because of COVID. Am that I was right? because of COVID. Yeah, you had all this stuff because of COVID. Okay. With these Dropboxes and everything. So why can't we just undo all that? What? What? We're not under you, an emergency this, now, are we? No, but you need uh, people in place that are willing to do that. That are willing to fight for fair elections because the deck is stacked against so many people. You know, the system is rigged against, you know, certain uh, certain parties. In my opinion, this is why you need Audrey Trujillo. She's out there talking. Yeah. about election integrity every single day. We have a gubernatorial candidate who doesn't talk about election integrity. And I guarantee you, if this guy comes close of winning, for instance, say he comes within, you know, 1%, mm -hmm. uh, watch how he'll switch his narrative and say the election was stolen because that's just what he'll do, I think. Because, you know, he, he lost by 6% six, 6 to Ben Ray Lujan in 2020. But he doesn't talk about election integrity at all. And we conservatives want to hear that from our nominee on the top of the ticket. Yeah, but part of playing the game is, you know, you need the Democrat vote, and the Democrats don't want to hear anything about the, the, that. You know, so. But he didn't our, even talk about it in the Republican. Our our current nominee and his team, they're poll watchers. Yeah. So they should be talking about election integrity because the majority of Americans believe our elections are not secure. But he's trying to run as a moderate, and basically he is um, disenfranchising a good a good part of the conservative base, in my opinion, because I think the party is split up into three groups here in New Mexico. You have the Steve Pierce faction, which is kind of like the old guard. And then you have, you know, Jay McCleskey, who uh, is just hated because he's just, you know, he's an attack dog. He'll lie, he'll cheat, he'll do whatever. And he's aligned with Susanna Martinez and they're backing our Republican nominee, who mm -hmm. you told me I'm not allowed to mention because he has blown you off the show. He did, he blew me off. And he, then, he said he would come on and then he blew me and off. And then there's the yeah. conservative wing of the party, which I think I'm one of the leaders of the conservative wing of the party when, you yeah. know, I won the state convention. 
Yeah. And now you have this Karen Bedoni factor out there as well. Um, you know, she could very well get 5%. I See, I think she's going to get 5 to 7%. And here's, yeah. and listen, I am not a Karen Bedoni fan. Mm. Um, and I'm not an MLG fan by any means. But I think Karen Bedoni has a very good chance of peeling off a lot of conservative voters because let's be honest, mm -hmm. she is the more conservative candidate. She's more conservative yeah. than our nominee. Yeah. And when she's on that debate stage on TV with the other two candidates, um, you know, people who might be low information voters are gonna look at her and say, oh my goodness, she's speaking to me. Mm -hmm. She's 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 more conservative than she looks like Obama. She's, and you know what? She is a real she is a really good speaker. She's a good speaker. She you is. know she has a she has a talent. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things I don't agree with Karen Bedoni on. She's but a good she, speaker she and she's talent. really smart. She she has a talent yeah. of bringing you in. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the Republican nominee has that gift, and I don't think the Democrat nominee has that gift, but Karen does. And when you have some Republicans out there who might not be watching this election, and then the first time they're really paying attention is on the debate, and they hear Karen Bedoni speak with her passion. Now, mind you, I'm not voting for Karen Bedoni. Let's make that clear. But that's going to draw a lot of conservatives away, in my opinion, because they're going to look at her and say, that's a conservative right there, even though she's running as a libertarian, which she's not a libertarian by any means. Well, and the hard truth is, and I think I've talked to you about this before, about the reality of the situation, and we've talked about people living with their head in the sand, or whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. people that are busy working, whatever it is they're doing, and they're not, they're not watching debates, they're not uh, watching the news, they're not reading anything off the internet. All they're going to do is they're going to go to the polls on election day, they're going to vote for the person with an R next to their name, or they might even recognize the name. It's like, oh, oh, I know that name. I've seen him doing the weather on TV. And it's like, and they're going to vote for that one. Kind of happened to me during the primary. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yep. So a large chunk of voters, that's exactly how they're going to vote. Mm -hmm. So this is why Karen Bedoni can't win. Oh, I agree. She can't win at all. Yeah. But but yeah. but you have the independents out there, which is uh, a very large group of voters here in New Mexico. And then we have to figure out what the turnout is going to be. But I think you know, right now, I don't think people are paying attention to the to the gubernatorial or any other race because it's you know it's August here. I think they'll start around right when early voting starts. But again, when you look at the average New Mexico voter. Um, a lot of them, like you said, rightly so, are just going to fill, you know, I'm a D. Boom. Mm -hmm. I'm D. A D. I'm yeah. an R. There are Ds but that are going to be But there's going to be a decent audience that watches that debate. And there's going to be, you know, and there's going to be a spinoff of that, of sharing clips and everything like that. Like, oh, my goodness, did you see what... Mm -hmm. um, Wait, there's a debate? Yeah, they'll have a debate on TV. Oh, you think? No, they will. And, you know, she'll peel off some voters. By She's going to peel off the vote. I, I would not be a bit surprised. So you agree she, with what I'm saying? Yes, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if she totally totally kills it in the debates. Yeah. Who? I, really, Wait, I, I missed somebody. Who? Bedoni. Bedoni. Oh. Yeah, I, would, I would not be a bit surprised if she completely... Well, I'm going to tell you, if she cries up there... See, this is the problem that I, I'm on the ground and I hear she people... She gets very emotional. And she looks like a victim. And this is what a lot of us did not like about Bedoni. She makes herself a victim. And so then she draws you into that victimization. And so now it's you against everybody else and her. That's Bedoni. And a lot of people don't like that. I don't know. Do you but remember when I, she was at the uh, debate over there in the East Mountains? Oh, yeah. Trust me. I was yes, there. I was you on know. stage no, with her. Unfortunately, you I missed know. that one. But my roommate oh. went to that and he told me about it. Yeah. But, but, but again, 
the one thing about Karen, and I'm not pushing her, and I'm not saying vote for She's her. She's very bewitchy. That's what somebody told me. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a good word. I don't know. That's what they said. She's very bewitching. You yeah. get in front of her, and she draws you in. Isn't that what she you just said? She draws you in. Yeah. She, she, in my opinion, out of the three of them, when she talks, she's the most genuine yeah. out of the three of them. Yeah. She is. I mean, but uh, is it true genuine? It, it doesn't. She comes off as the genuine. most genuine. You know, um, the Republican nominee, you know, it's... He's fake. Oh, sorry. It, it doesn't come across as authentic. Yeah. It's genuine or not, she, may, she makes you believe it is. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. you have the governor who's just, you know, she's just mean and nasty and condescending. I mean, mm -hmm. who, who, mm -hmm. you know, who wants that? I mean, you, we saw her with her finger in that video. I see you at the airport. I see you on Facebook. Yeah. And now she has COVID. But yeah, these, <laughs> the, these are the uh, top. Um, I got this from the Rasmussen uh, polling. And to the, to the U.S. voter, these are the top midterm issues. Um, the first one is inflation. Yep. Election integrity. So, see, and then violent crime. So it's funny how election integrity is moving up up mm -hmm. the chain for uh, voters. And this is why I'm, I'm really pushing this, because we do not have fair yep. and secure elections in the state of New Mexico. And it has to change. And we have to get people, again, I'm very much pushing Audrey Trujillo. Yeah. Um, she's one of my favorite candidates, uh, but my favorite candidate running is, is Ant Thornton. Uh, well, you know, and I, I, you know that I know Audrey really, really well. Yeah. And one thing I can tell you about Audrey is like you were talking about as coming off as being genuine. Audrey is very genuine. And it's like when you, when you hear her uh, speak and, and you meet her, that is who she is. She, she is. She's not a fake person. No, same she's, thing with Ann Thorne. She's very real. Yeah, Audrey and is. So, so and, is Ann. And Audrey's just a wonderful person. You yeah. like being around Audrey. Mm -hmm. um, she makes you feel special. You know, mm -hmm. you know she's genuine and authentic. She has that gift. Now... There's a lot of uh, establishment people that are going to support Audrey, but if Audrey gets elected Secretary of State, and I hope she does, she is going to do wonders for the state of New Mexico. And if she gets elected, watch the establishment start kissing her butt. Oh, of course. Once, but uh, you know what? I have there. questioned Jay, just being around this not for such a very long time. Why is it the establishment picks people to help run? Right. I, I don't think Audrey is getting much help. From no, anywhere. No, she's not. I, you know, and, and so, but yet they sure are helping one other candidate out there mm -hmm. running for congressional district. Is it because, uh, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? You know what I think it is with the establishment. I think the establishment, I think they basically, uh, maybe indirectly or directly, they, they tell you, hey, you need to do this uh, our way, and if you don't do it our way, then we're not going to support you. Some Somebody said, well, yeah, what they do. somebody says they want to help the person that's going to win. I'm like, well, shouldn't you want everybody to win? Shouldn't you help everybody? Now, I'm not just talking money-wise. Yeah. But, hey, le le here, let's get, all, let's get us all together. Let's go over what we're going to go over so we all can win it. I don't see that. Yeah, there's, there, but I, I think it's in the Democrat Party, too, but they do it a lot better. Because I remember in 2020, uh, Maggie Toulouse-Oliver was going to run for U.S. Senate uh, with, you know, against Ben Ray Lujan in the Democratic primary, and she dropped out. I, I, don't, I can't back this up with anything, but I think the Democrat Party said, Maggie, drop out, back off. This is Ben's. You know, we'll we'll cue you up for something else. The Republicans don't do that. You know, they just—it's kind of a free for all. And you know, we couldn't even—we don't even have a candidate on the ballot for state auditor. 
And we don't have one for state. We have a great candidate for Attorney General, Jeremy Gay. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've interviewed him or not. No, but I've been, I yep. should probably bring him he's, on if he's, he's, he's a great one. Um, I'm just hoping and praying. Yvette Harrell, who's been just a great patriot, mm -hmm. is reelected down there. And it's going to be tough for uh, Michelle and Alexis to, to get elected. I so, know, but they're worthy of the, the establishment getting behind all these candidates. And, and what oh, I'm finding course. out there is like, oh, well, she doesn't have a chance to win, so... We're not going to help her. I, I, I just, I, I don't like that. I know, I know. Do, are you sensing that too, Jay? Um, I'm, I'm, more, <laughs> I'm more than sensing it, trust me. Yeah, absolutely. We were in it, yeah. Yeah, we, we were I, I, in I, it. I just don't understand. I just don't understand that. You know, you know, but you had an establishment candidate, Rebecca Dow, uh, not do very well. I don't think she was really a great candidate anyway. I thought she'd do better than she did, honestly. But she doesn't, again, that's someone who doesn't come across as very genuine or... Or, or caring, in my opinion, the Karina over here smiling because uh, her and Rebecca had a run-in in the bathroom. Uh, the bathroom. I've, I've heard about yeah. the bathroom yeah. yeah, But, yes. you know, Greg Zanetti, you know, Greg and I are, are friends. He's a, a very caring man um, who is really fun. Yeah, I like Greg. I, I, I would yeah. have loved to have seen Greg as, as, you know, if it wasn't me, I was hoping it would be Greg. But, you know, Greg's another guy who cares deeply about this about this uh, state. So, but Audrey and uh, Ann Thornton, mm -hmm. uh, those Jeremy. Are, and Jeremy Gay, those are all patriots. Montoya, Harry Montoya. Harry, Harry Montoya is another He came out one. with a great video. Did you see it? I did. It He's got great. a great video. But we have some incredible state rep candidates. Yeah. Um, Khalid Amshadi running against the evil, nasty Liz Thompson, who's mm -hmm. just, who's got to go. Um, you know, some other, we got Alan Martinez up in Rio Rancho. Um, other people running for re-election. I mean, there's some really strong candidates. Or, uh, let me say there's some really strong conservative freedom patriot candidates out there um, but again the party is so fractured in my opinion yep. it, it's tough and we'll see how the um, there's still a lot of hurt feelings uh, out there in the Republican Party there has been for years and there's been a lot of bad blood for years mm -hmm. because of people you know, some of the shenanigans like Jay McCleskey did to a, a wonderful man down in the Southwest, uh, Scott Chandler, if you're familiar with mm -hmm. that. What he did to Scott Chandler had to pay like, you know, $400,000 for lying about the guy. Yeah. And then, you know, we have um, our Republican nominee who, in, in my opinion, you know, he, he would be much better than MLG. Absolutely. But he has some issues when it comes to flip-flopping on issues like abortion. Well, well, I think, Jay, just the primary convention, when he didn't want people to vote for him because he had such an arrogant attitude that he had 7,000 signatures. So I don't need your vote. Well, vote for somebody. And, you know, that pissed me off as a first-time delegate. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, as a first-time delegate, I used my own money to go down there. He's basically pretty yeah. much telling me not to vote for him. So I still have a bad taste yeah. in my mouth from that. But the reason he said that, and you know this, is because he knew he didn't have the 20% of the delegates. Correct. This I is, get it. Yeah, I mean, Ron Kennedy couldn't even get elected delegate in his own exactly. ward at the Burnley County It would have Convention. made him... You know, by him doing that, it gave him an out, and that way yes. he could say, "Oh, well, I told people not to vote for yeah. me, and that's why I didn't get any votes." Exactly. Yeah, yeah but if but he, it was a big lie. The guy lied. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he just lied, and that's you know how that's how him and McCleskey you know do things. They they lie. Yeah. Uh, that's that's politicians, unfortunately. But you know, it, it really upsets me when politicians like we stayed on message in our campaign. I'm very yeah. very proud of that. You know, I'm pro life. If I got the nominee, if I was the nominee. It'd still be pro-life. I'd still be pro-life. I wouldn't have switched my position saying, well, um, 15 I'm, I'm pro-life, okay. but I think you can get an abortion up to 15 yeah. weeks. Um, you know, I would be talking about, 
how just overreaching and how weaponized the Department of Justice is because of what they did to Donald Trump. If they can do that to Donald mm -hmm. Trump, they can do that to, you know, Becca and Kareem Rios. Mm -hmm. They can do it to Brittany. They can do it to me. But we're not hearing any of this from our nominee. And this is the troubling part is you have to be exciting, the, you know, get the yes, base excited. excited. And I'd like to see Aunt Thornton down south because Ant's a true conservative, Ant Thornton down south getting the base excited, and you have Ron Ketty working the north in Bernalillo County to kind of soften up the, uh, the Dems. Because uh, Mark is not a conservative. He, he's a moderate. And you put him up north to kind of break some of the Democratic stronghold, and I think that's how he wins. But right now, he has not energized the base, in my opinion. And he's had flip-flop positions. He has been hypocritical on the governor not showing up to this NAOP forum, and this is the same guy who refused to show up to any of the forums that we had. I know. I brought that up on a Facebook um, post, and somebody's like, oh, I love his humor. And I'm like, "Yeah." well, okay. Well, I guess when you know a little bit yeah. more when about a person... Around, I mean, he, that really irritated the heck out of me, yeah. that he's over there making fun of MLG for not showing up, but he never showed up at a debate. Well, we made fun of him. We put him on a milk carton. Yeah, we have to get some more of the politics. It's just, just candidates it's, listen, running in here. Uh, to those listening, uh, you know, they're all hypocrites. MLG's, is, you know, she's an uber hypocrite with what she did during COVID herself, her behavior with what she, you know, dictated to us. Uh, Bedoni's a huge hypocrite uh, as well. And, she's, and didn't you say last night that we all are a little hypocritical in our own? I said own, we're, we, we just we're all, are. We're all hypocritical. Ron Katie's another hypocrite with, uh, you know, talking about in 2020, you know, supporting Governor Lujan Grisham's lockdowns in 2020 saying follow the science yeah. follow the science he did that he did that and now he's you know made fun of her not showing up to a forum when he didn't show up to anything and you know you're talking about he comes out rightfully so against this uh, student loan uh, forgiveness loan mm -hmm. stuff he's right on that but then he gets hit because his wife took ppp and he when when ron Kenny calls uh, these people elitists he's one of the elite and I'd rather have him just say, yeah, I'm one of the elites. Yeah. And, and Jay yeah. was saying that all on the campaign trail during the primary, that, that, that that's what, who he was. Yeah. You, you, you pegged him really Don quickly. Donald Trump was an elitist. No question about it. Yeah. But that's okay. Don't, don't sit there and lie and say mm. you're not an elitist when, you, when, when our nominee is an elitist. But Trump was an elitist, and I still supported the guy. Sure, I did too, both uh, you know? times. Yeah. But, but Trump mm -hmm. attacked the establishment as an elitist. This guy is attacking the elitist as an elitist. <laughs> and it just makes no sense to me. But then again, you know, some of us at the table here are kind of insiders. We've been around these people. So... We'll see what happens. I think he's had some, um, he's gonna have some things that, you know, uh, run against him, like in Santa Fe, when we were in a, and actually showed up to one of the forums when he literally mm -hmm. said, hey, I don't have a, a deep knowledge of the issues facing New Mexicans. And I just jumped on that. I'm like, dude, why are you running for governor? But, you know, the one thing about our nominee is he's very slippery. He's very, very slippery, and uh, he's got this consultant, Jay McCleskey, who's, you know, yeah. uh, slimy and slippery. And so I think as conservatives we'll and Republicans, we can um, say all these things because we know them to be true, but at the end of the day... The end of the MLG go, has, has got to yeah. go. And that's she why does. I say, listen, Ron Ketty will be a better governor than, than MLG. Her. And if we get the legislature and the, um, you know, the Supreme Court or uh, red wave, I mean, we could maybe do a lot of, a lot of things. Well, I don't think we're going to take it. I think we can do some damage, maybe pick yes. up, pick up some seats. But again, you know, the goal is we unite around our nominee 
and get <laughs> and I know it's hard. It's hard because well, listen, I, he's he's not. I listen. He, um, how do I say this? And I'm sure the words are going to come back to haunt you. To, to bite me. But you know what? I don't care. I get two right. years left in office. But listen, Maybe. he's not a great. He's he's not a great politician. He doesn't have deep knowledge of anything. No, no, no. We say it again. He's he not, is a great politician. A, I'm sorry. He is a great Get politician. Right. Yes. He's a phenomenal politician. Yes. Well, he's pra had practice at being a good speaker. Yeah, he's had practice. He's a phenomenal politician. Yeah. He doesn't have a deep knowledge of the issues. Correct. He has no experience at all. He's never served anything bigger than himself. He is he's an, a great actor. He's an elitist. He's an actor. <laughs> I, I don't really think he's that great of a person. <laughs> But he's got my vote. Yeah, right, <laughs> so, yeah. right. Because the alternative because is the not alternative acceptable. is just awful. Yeah, the alternative you know? is terrible. Um, and listen, and Michelle's going to be very tough. Listen, she is—I hate to say it—but she's she's smart, and she can talk her way anything, mm -hmm. and she can deflect, and you know, she, she is. And if you noticed on her Facebook page, a lot of it is my choice, my choice, a woman's right. So that's the number one issue yeah. with the progressive left. It's my body, my choice, and we need to turn it around and talk about that, you know. But see, I completely believe in my body, my choice. I do too. Yeah. I absolutely do. Right. I don't want no vaccine in my body, absolutely as Brittany not. is going to tell us. Yeah, Brittany's right. going to tell I don't us want, about. I don't, I don't want an experimental yeah. drug in my body, and I don't want to cover my face. Yeah. It's but, my body. Yeah. It's my choice. Yeah. But we, yeah. we got to get behind our Republican nominee for governor. Um, as much as a lot of people don't like it, you're going to have to just swallow your pride and go do that. In fact, he knows that. He yeah. knows he's not very well liked yep. by a lot of the people in the party. He gets that, but he doesn't care because he, he knows. He can change that, but he don't. He, he, yeah, he won't. But he knows no. what's the alternative. I can't vote for uh, to reelect the devil. Yeah, and and I can't vote for the libertarian who, in my opinion, she's not a good candidate at all. She's a great speaker. She's compa she's not compassionate. She's passionate, and she can draw you in. But you know, Ron Ketty is the guy you have to support, even though he is probably out of the five people that ran for governor, he was the least experienced, the least knowledgeable, the least liked, the least liked. Yeah, no, um, I agree. But he was kind of like the rich kid at school. Everyone couldn't stand. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you, you had to, you know, we're going to have to get behind him. Yeah, yeah. That's a hell of an endorsement I just gave. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to vote for, for him uh, I guess you default. can look at it that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not voting for Bedoni, and I'm not voting for MLG. I'm I mean, still a little irritated at the whole primary thing, but, you know. I know. Listen, you don't have to My like... guy didn't win, by the way. Yeah, I know. You don't have, you don't have to like <laughs> the guy. I didn't either. But you have to vote for who you think is going to do the best job as and, governor. And, and when we went into this, it was always the goal was to get MLG out. Yep. And I, apparently most of them, New Mexicans think that yep. Ron Ketty can get her out. But, you know, I would... That's where we're at. I would, you know, I, I would mean, ask, I, can, I can understand... I can understand the mentality yeah. behind that. I don't want to vote for either one. Yeah, no, I know. Yep. <laughs> but, but the thing that Ron Ketty, in my opinion, needs to do because... He has to energize the conservative wing of the party because he doesn't have them. He has, Ron Kennedy has to have the courage to step out there and actually tell people how he feels. And the guy doesn't have any courage at all to do that because he's told what to say. You know, tell us, Mark, that you're against the Department of Justice being weaponized, going after yeah. political opponents. Mm -hmm. right. He won't say it mm -hmm. because he doesn't have the courage to say that. Or he's Be being told not to say well, it. Well, because you know why? He's a great politician. Exactly. And a and lot of people, people control politicians. People. Well, I mean, you know we all know about? Ron Kennedy's bought and paid for. Yeah. We already know that. But again, Grisham is bought and paid for 
uber times over. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this is, these are the three candidates that New Mexico deserves. So uh, have at it in November, and I'll be casting my vote for the lesser of three evils, which is the nominee of my party, the Republican Party, which is Mark Ronchetti. Yeah. And let's make sure we all vote down the ballot for everybody else. And if it, and I think a lot of concern, and here's what I'll say lastly, is that if it wasn't for Ant Thornton being mm -hmm. the lieutenant governor nominee, Ron Ketty would not have a, a shot because Ant is the true conservative there. If it was Peggy Mueller Aragon, people knew that was like the swamp ticket right there because you do mm -hmm. have a swamp at the top of the ticket, but at the bottom of the ticket with Ant Thornton, you have a true conservative patriot, a man of courage and a man yeah. of integrity. And that, I think, is going to help Ron Ketty um, in November. He needs to bring Ant in closer Yes. during the campaign. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't been doing that so He needs to bring in a lot of people closer. And, and, you know, I've been saying this all along, that Ron Ketty needs to come in. He needs to come on to shows like mine. He needs to answer questions that people have. He will seem a lot more approachable, and he might actually grab some of that, uh, some of that uh, group of people that are probably going to swing towards Bodoni, mm -hmm. because she is talking to people. She is. She's doing a grassroots campaign yeah. out there. Yeah. So he needs those people if he's going to yeah. win. Ant Thornton. I mean, when I was running, because I endorsed Ant while I was running, and if we were at a location together and I was speaking, I would always have Ant right next to me saying, "Hey, this is your team. Block Thornton." This is going to be your team. And people like that. And Ron Ketty refuses to get Ant, um, you know, out there. Like when DeSantis came, mm -hmm. I, I think it was a huge mistake to leave Ant off stage oh, right yeah. there. Huge yeah. mistake. That, that was a kick. Well, they totally left him out totally. He didn't even get to go yeah. in the back room there with DeSantis. Yeah, that was really stupid. And that yeah. kind of shows you again. Listen, that shows you the character of this guy. Yeah. Okay. But we have evil. We have the devil up there right yes, now. And, um, hey, guys, we've we got to go into our last break. And, uh, Jay, you've got to leave, right? It's, I have uh, to leave. I have to go figure out another way to take over the world. Okay. All right. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> so after the break, uh, we're going to have Brittany uh, come in, and we're going to be talking about her story mm -hmm. about uh, some vax tyranny is what I call it. Yep. In which uh, CYF, there's the threat of CYFD taking your children from you if you refuse to Vax. submit them to the experiment. That's what I'm going to call it. So we'll be right back. Yep. There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear there's a man with a gun over there telling me i got to beware i think it's time we stop children what's that sound everybody look what's going down there's bad lines being drawn Nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Young people speak in their minds. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified 
Trucker, local woman-owned and ran by husband and wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, -on -one, beginner and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. After 45 years in the same location, Los Ranchos Gun Shop has moved to 6621 4th Street Northwest in Los Ranchos. New space, new inventory, but still committed to serving the safety needs of our guests. One block north of our old location, but still filled with no pressure. Locally owned and operated, proud of our commitment to service and community, and happy to support Talk Radio KDAZ. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Freedom Speak on Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I'd like to invite you to check out my website at freedomspeaknm.com, and I've got a radio replay link on the website where you can click on that, and you can, you can listen to replays of any show going all the way back to day one uh, when I started here on KDAZ. Anyway, so uh, Jay Block had to leave us. He had another appointment he had to go to. And so I've still got Kareen Rios and Brittany Meckler with me here. Um, Brittany's got an interesting story to tell. Uh, but I, I, I'd like to just uh, start yes. off a little different. Absolutely. Um, I've known Brittany for quite a while now. Um, and I want to read this treatment agreement that she had for her daughter at a local uh, therapy session, Brittany, a th therapy, I guess you, you can say the name later, but mm -hmm. I want to read it really quick before Brittany gets into her story. Sure. Okay, so um, as of, uh, this, this is a treatment plan that you signed, right, Brittany? Mm -hmm. They forced me to sign it. They forced you to sign it. Here we go. As of August 11th, Brittany's child, we're not going to say her name, mm -hmm. was disqualified from CTC. Treat Children's Treatment Center. Due to not having COVID vaccines per their agreement for admission. Brittany, that's this child's mom, is declining COVID vaccines for her child. As a result, this child will not be receiving higher level services required to support her current behavioral and emotional needs. And I thought this was very important to bring up. Um, so Brittany, why don't you go ahead and tell us your story there? Um, and then, and then we'll dive in and asking questions. Mm -hmm. So my child is um, needing a lot of emotional help and, uh, and, Closer. and behavioral health help. Um, and she has been in, you know, foster care mm -hmm. and and for three years because she was taken from me for uh -huh. three years. And when she had 
come back, she had all these behaviors, and I didn't know what to do with them. So I was in this therapy with um, small steps with with small steps, which is this. That's um, the name of the the therapy session. Okay. Business. Business. Uh -huh. um, and so she'd I'll, been going to that that place for how long? For over two for over two years, even when while she was in custody. Okay. Um, so when she came back from me, she, to me, she, she had started exhibiting, while she was even in custody, she had, was exhibiting these behaviors, but when she came back, she exhibited even more. Uh-huh. So you were going to small steps to get behavioral therapy for her. Yeah, and they said that, um, that she didn't need, needed more help. Okay. And so they said that they're going to refer her to Children's Treatment Center. The Children's Treatment Center told me that they had to give her this shot, the COVID shot, um, in order for her to go into this treatment. I told them, why, why does she have to have the treatment, the, the shot. COVID shot? And they said that it's required for her to get into this treat, to get into any kind of treatment here. I'm like, why? Even if I if I have it's against my religion, they said, "Well, it's policy, it's a mandate." And I'm like, "It's not a, it's not a requirement, it's a mandate." Well, it's it's part of our our policy. She can't come here. Now, was this for the children's treatment center or small steps or both? Well, it started out for just the treatment center. Okay. So. Um, um, when I went to the, uh, when they called, when the treatment center called the the therapy facility, uh -huh. they had, uh, well, they were really upset with me, and um, they said, well, she really needs this treatment. I, I can't control her mm -hmm. either. And so, well, I can call CYP on you for neglect. Okay, who said this? The treatment center? The, no, the or small steps. Small steps. The therapist had told me this. Ah. And I said, "Why are you going to call on me for just not giving her a shot?" Did they ever ask you why you didn't want to give her the shot? I I told them why I didn't want the shot. I told them it was against my religion. I told them I didn't I didn't feel like it was appropriate. I felt like it was deadly to to my child. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And I know it is deadly to my child. And um, because, for one, my, both my grandmothers died from, from COVID, the COVID vaccine. And you just weren't led to give her the shot? I was not led. I was not even going to give my youngest child. Did they offer you, like, a religious exemption or No, anything? they did not. Mm. And um, I really didn't like that. I really didn't like that. So they... They threatened you. They threatened me. And they, they even told me that I could not go there anymore huh. because I did not give her the vaccine. Shot. But they threatened that they would tell CYFD because you didn't give your child the, the, the shot that you were neglecting her. Yes. Is that the correct terminology? Yes. And you, your therapist told you that, right? Yes. And because I didn't give her that higher care level, but I, I did give her that higher level of care because I called around a, a lot of other places uh -huh. to give her that higher level of care. I, and did they all, are they all making you do, are they, are all those other places making you have the shot? Not all of them, oh. just this place. Mm. So they, they basically shared your private medical information with, C, with CYFD. 
Well, they were. Or they were going to. They were going they to. They were going yeah. to. But uh, I've that already. Sounds, that sounds like a violation of HIPAA. But to you me. know what's interesting is that you know you're supposed to be vaccinated to go to school supposedly, right? Mm-hmm. And but um, they never even asked me about the other ones. Correct. Right. See. Right. Isn't they it crazy? Me, yeah. They didn't ask me about the other vaccines, like just polio, the, or which which no, you have had, else. right? Which yeah. Which get, I've yeah. already given my yeah. daughter. Yeah. I've already given my daughter all those other vaccines. Mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't give her the COVID vaccine. Yeah. Why would I give her that vaccine? It's not even a vaccine. It's not even a vaccine. It's not, it's, and you know, even, it's not even, even, even so, it, it wouldn't be even, any any of their business if you hadn't even given her those. Right, because they didn't ask for the other ones. Yeah. That's what Brittany's saying is they yeah. didn't even ask for the other ones. Right. Huh. That's interesting, huh? <sighs> It's, so and and then they threaten and then they threaten Brittany to go tell CYFD, and then they say, "Well, I'm neglecting her because I'm not giving her more treatment." But I was trying to give her more treatment. I'm just not giving her that COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. Why well, yeah. can't I give Which her? Which isn't a vaccine. Right. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It kind of almost sounds. No. She's telling me, "Oh, I it 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 isn't deadly. It isn't deadly." I'm like, "But really, it is have deadly." You, did you say? Have you seen the virus report? Right. I. I've looked this up. I've looked up tell, that. Tell 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 my family that uh, misses my grandmother's uh, that it's not deadly. Yeah. 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 Tell, no, tell, I, which they all had like heart conditions and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And and we know that the vaccine there is actual data that shows that in some people it causes myocarditis. So yeah. would you want to give which it to it, somebody th- that which, already has heart problems? Yeah. Which yeah. Ca- which causes sudden death. Yeah. Right. But but what just bothers me is that, you know, back in 21, when we were helping Backstreet Grill, do you remember mm-hmm. Backstreet Grill? I was helping oh. Chris and Senna. Heck yeah, I spent a lot the of time The governor there. actually sent an, uh, a letter to businesses. And in this letter, I still have it at my house, um, it says that as a business, you have the duty to ask people for their vaccination records. Uh, sorry, That's what they even told me. And, like, yeah. I had to have that card yeah. Yeah. in but order for her to Show me your papers. Yeah, but I'm just wondering yeah. if, if, if our governor did that. And you know, it wasn't just the governor. I have, to, I have to put this out there. It was a whole lot of other representatives throughout the state who signed this letter. Mm-hmm. It was the governor. But I'm wondering if she did that to our businesses, did she do that to these behavioral, uh, I would the, not the medical department? Do you know what, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, I'm just trying to make a link here. Why? And, and this just happened, right, Brittany, in 2022? It didn't happen in 2021, right? What? I'm sorry, I missed what you said. Um, uh, how long had your daughter been going to this small step? For two years, since 2021. Okay, but now all of a sudden in 2022, they're saying that I have to have this. Huh. So isn't that weird? Two years, almost a year later, after this big old thing with None COVID. None of this makes any sense. And, and after the, the shots have been already in the mm-hmm. system, now... They want to discriminate yeah. against her. Isn't that like medical discrimination? I think so. Don't you think? Yeah. But we're going to find a lawyer to help. That's the problem. Exactly. From what I understand, uh, the governor has retained pretty much almost every lawyer That's what in the I state. heard as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just ridiculous. Uh, uh, I mean, people need help out there. Um, and especially uh, the people who are in CYFD, because you, you're getting help from the state. Is that right, Brittany? I'm not anymore. She's fully mine. Oh, is she totally fully yours? She's fully mine. She's been almost fully mine for a year. But the state, is the state paying for the the, the, care, the behavioral care? No, I am. Oh, okay. So you're... Oh, well, yeah, I guess so, because she is on Medicaid. She's on... That's what I'm trying to say. So we're paying... Um, 
for her services, but yet the government and through these small businesses are pretty much saying, because you don't have the shot. Yeah, so you can't, you, you can't get any help. So you... I, I wonder how many people are in your situation uh, that don't want to get the shot. Probably a lot, because a lot of them don't, can't get the help because they have to have the shot. Huh. Isn't that just weird? Wow. It just sickens me. It, it really it absolutely just sickens me. But yet they're willing... Or they're forced to get it to get in. Yeah, in to get order, the services. Yeah. But yet, you know, our state is so backward and insane is that they'll, they'll give our tax dollars to go have abortions. But yet they, they put stipulations on people who are trying to help their children. You know, and that's what gets... That, that's what I just still, bothers I, me. I still find it just unbelievable that, you know, they're willing to go so far... To force someone to have a an experimental drug put in their body, when we have actual proof of a lot of people dying from it, and then helping, and no actual science, yeah, that it really makes any difference. And didn't the the CDC just kind of reverse everything they've been telling us for the past two years? It, they, they did, didn't they? Yes. As a matter of fact, there are a number of doctors and scientists that are coming back and they are suing the Biden administration. Good. Because remember, remember the Jen Psaki thing where uh -huh. she said that the White House was going to be flagging posts on Facebook? Yeah. Well, they were actively involved in censorship in which, okay, now Facebook could have got away with it if it was their decision mm -hmm. because... You know, that, that whole thing with the, the Section 420 and all that, apparently they're immune from that and, and, and they're, like a, they're not classified as a news outlet, mm -hmm, I think. Mm -hmm. And so they can actually get away with choosing right, right. what goes on there and what doesn't. Yeah. But if the federal government was actually on there and influencing the content on Facebook, that's a completely different story altogether. Right, right. That's a clear violation of the First Amendment. Yeah. But this just really bothers me, you know, because we have a lot of people who are on Medicaid, who are getting help from the state. And, and do you, Brittany, feel like, um, like they're just trying to control you and what you put in your body and yeah, all that kind of stuff? The, yeah, man. They, they, it feels like they just want what you, they want and not what you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you, I want what's best for my child, not right. what you want. Not and they don't support you in your dis own decision for your children. Yes. And I feel like they're just wanting to kill off the people that are wanting help and mm. not... Yeah. Hmm. So, so what, what is your recourse now? Where, what, what, what are you doing now? Are you trying to find some more treatment for I'm her? I'm trying to find more treatment for her. Um, right now, I'm, I'm waiting um, for... Uh, a BMS for her, uh -huh. which is a behavior management services, but it's there's just so much a wait list. There's a wait list for everything. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because of I guess COVID, but since COVID's like all gone, I don't I don't understand why there's old all this. I don't wait understand list. why it's still even an issue anymore. Well, well, I think what's happened is that a lot of doctors because of COVID have left the state, and we actually have a doctor and I think a, a therapist shortage mm -hmm. because of what Everybody's Michelle. Fired. Everybody's got. Yeah. There's, there's like so many jobs that are open. Yeah. But there's like nobody wants to do it. And what really bothers me is that you know it's the children that always suffer. The children yeah. always suffer from the bad policies that that uh, business.
put on us and our government put on us. And um, I, I really feel bad for, for people who are getting a government assistance. I think we've talked about that before, Rebecca, that, you oh, know. Oh, they're a slave to the government. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I don't mean Brittany have also mm -hmm. talked about it, is that she wants to get out of that, but the government makes it so hard because if you make a certain amount of money, then you're not going to get any services and stuff. Remember, we've talked right. about that before. Or, or they raise it so high or you just have to low. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, when it comes right down to it, when you accept government assistance. Yeah. In some way or another, you're giving up a certain amount of freedom. Yeah. Do you feel that way sometimes, Brittany? Yeah. 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 And it's really hard because it's not just pressure from um, organizations, but even other people who are in the same situation. Have you been pressured to go get... Do you remember a couple years uh, in 2021, Brittany, where you could go to the state fair if you got vaccinated? Yeah. And Do I you remember that? I yeah. And Insane. I didn't go because I didn't want to get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people did. Remember the, the, the lower income people wanted what? to go to the fair. Do you remember we had a few friends? Yeah. This is also wrong. I mean, the, yes. state, the state fair demanding your medical records. I yes. Mean, that's I think it's, that's, I think it was too this is, this private. Is, I think is, it was so. Not only is it illegal, but it's un-American. But people did it. We know people. Well, they who got, got away got... with it because people went along with exactly. it. If exactly. everybody would have stood their ground and said, no, I'm not going to go to the fair this year, yeah. I don't think that they would have gone along with having nobody go to the yeah. fair. They would have said, yeah. oh, I guess we better do something. But, but, the problem is there's too many people rolling over. Yeah, but I think a lot of it is, we talked about this, um, you know, we, we are uh, very, what's the word, I'm, we are uh, low information voters. Yes, low We information. are low information mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. Really, when you think about it, yeah. you know, and, and if you dangle something, uh, I, I we had some friends that did, that was their thing. They did the state fair. You know who I'm talking about, I think. Yeah. They love the state fair. Their whole family did the state fair. That was just their thing. And when you take that away from people, they went and all got, the whole family went and got vaccinated to go Sad. to the state fair. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking all about? All to go to the state fair. All to go to the state fair. And uh, uh, it just, it, it's just really sad how our government um, uses, uh, uses people who are maybe of lower income, low information, to, to, get, to get across their agenda. You know, I kind of went to the state fair that year, only I was outside the gate protesting. Oh, were you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I stayed far away from that one. I, yeah. I didn't go. Yeah, yeah. There were, there I, were... I watched people go. Yeah. And then I just waved because I was not getting vaccinated. We were, we were, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were outside the gate protesting with signs and bullhorns and stuff but, like but, that. But, we had a number of people that were going to go in and they, they decided not to go. Yeah. I just had a baby, actually. Yeah, like, back then. I, yeah, yeah, I just had a baby. But, but it's so difficult for, for our, our people who are needing assistance to get out of it. Um, and you have the pressures of the money. You have the pressures of giving up their medical freedom. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just our government is putting more on, on these people to, to get out of that. And I, I know from Brittany because she's really trying to stand her ground. But it's difficult. because You know, and, every, and everybody's just saying, why can't you just, just do it? Why can't you just do it? Why yeah, can't just you just? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't want to. I, yeah. It's literally deadly to children like they say it's not my dad's like saying well thousands of kids have already done it and nothing happened to them like do you know all thousands of kids that gotten it do you know what happened to them yeah there's actually clear evidence that they could possibly have reproductive problems later on in life yeah, yeah. or you so don't know gonna... if they're gonna die by yeah. or have mito or myocarditis right right but yeah. to pressure uh the Lower income people to do this, I, I think, is total, is just evilness. 
it is just evil. But that's what happens as a society as a whole. Get more people dependent on the government, and then the government controls. Well, you. look at what they've done to the military. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, you're like, in, in a way, you're a little bit of a slave to the government when you're in the military. Absolutely. And you do see, as you're told, and, or you're and, out. Yeah. And see, this is why I think it's. This is part of the. What did I just say? It was earlier. Um, to kill people off or what? No. Um, the new remember. world order? I don't remember <laughs> either. It's part of the new world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word that I'm trying to say. I don't remember either. The Vaccine, the skin. I don't know. I don't know. But, but it's all part of just an evil plan. It is. It really, truly is. And um, I, I, I think I, we, we need to help um, people, especially those who are on government dependent, to help them not only get out of that, but to help them in situations. Oh, uh, the mark of the beast. That's oh, what I was talking about. The mark of the beast. Yeah, well, that's what I was you saying. You know, Corrine and I believe we agree in which everything that's put into place, that's been put into place, is all progressing towards that end. That's what I was... Yeah, yeah. I, I really do think that's where we're going. Yeah, and, and, and Brittany thinks that this vaccine is, is part of the mark of the beast. It's definitely probably a part of softening people up to accepting doing what yeah. you're told. I think the mask was the first start, was yep. the first step, which is why I refused right off and said, no, I'm not going to ever wear that mask. Um, but I knew something next would come, and I was right. Yeah. You know, when I was talking about then, it's like, oh, well, they're going to force you to take an injection. A lot of people said, oh, you're crazy. Or, or you can't get here. this surgery because you, yeah. you have to have the vaccine so, first. You yeah. know, and with, and with the coming uh, talk of a, a digital currency, programmable digital currency, mm -hmm. we are moving towards the spot in which the government will be able to say, if you do not do this, whatever this thing is that they're going to do, if you do not do this, if you don't accept this, you will not be able to buy and sell. Yep. There we go. That's right there. That is. Well, the they did that. In, we already beast. talked yeah. about that. They did that in Jerusalem, mm -hmm. in Israel. Yeah. They were the. Remember, we, weren't we talking about this on the phone this yeah, past week? We were. Yeah. You know that um, Israel was the first ones mm -hmm. to limit people from going out and doing entertainment or going to the gym unless they had a vaccine passport. Remember? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But I. I I, I don't know. It's amazing it's, how it's, easy it's, Israel rolled over. Oh, absolutely. I, it's it's disappointing. But then again, not. Yeah. Because they forgot their history. That's true. They absolutely forgot their history. But I, I just wanted Brittany on here today because I, I think it's just a travesty of, of what's happening, and I want to hand it. Uh, I just want to give Brittany a, a big high five because she is really trying to do right by her children, and do the right thing that she thinks as a mother is right for her and her children. And then you have businesses that are doing this. And you know that my my daughter, my oldest daughter, I'm the only one left for her. I'm the only one left, mm -hmm. and I, I feel real bad for her because she doesn't have have a, a dad. She doesn't have one. Well, yeah. you're you're, and you're, she needs the help. You're her protector. Yeah, you're the one she counts on, and and you're you're doing the right thing. And you're you know you're you're protecting her. Yeah, yeah, and you need to just stand strong, and and whatever God's telling you to do, you just gotta just go forward. And mm -hmm. I'm just I want to stay strong for her, and yeah. I'm doing w what I think is right for her. Yeah, good. Yeah, and it's it's hard for a lot of people, and uh, especially those um, that government just wants to roll over and and just control like that. It's terrible. You know, I had somebody uh, tell me the other day that uh, that he took the jab uh, because his doctor suggested that he take the jab, and I said, "Did do you think your doctor knows what's in the jab? Do you think your doctor?" Um, 
actually has even heard of what's going on in the VAERS report? Do you, do you think he has any of that information? The problem is, is that a lot of people are doing that and, and what it comes right down to is a lot of these doctors are simply trusting the information they've been given. Because they're so busy, they don't have time to search and do anything right. like that. And, and so I was told, well, you, you don't know as much as that doctor. I said, why would you say that? I bet I've spent more time researching this than probably your doctor has. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My friend in Texas is always telling me that stuff all the time. He's, uh, um, well, doctors can't, doc it's like, well, you haven't been, you don't have a college degree, but yeah, I read constantly all the time. Yeah. I, and you know what? The information and everything is changing so quickly, it even is. the science, because you, it, doctors don't have time to no, go do research or read because they're so busy. They're overbooked. No. They're overworked. They're overstressed. Who wants to go home and look at research when you've been watching, uh, take care of 50 patients oh, a day? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Running one patient after the Absolutely. other through all day long. You're exhausted. Yeah, totally. So what's your recourse? Need to, are you just, you're just going to let it settle? Or are you going to write a letter? Or are you going to uh, just try to find a treatment center for your little girl? Oh, no, I'm not leaving and looking for a treatment center. I'm, um... Okay. Um, there is not a, even another treatment center for her. I looked uh. and looked and looked. Um, that's the only treatment center in Albuquerque. Oh, really? Yep. That I looked. I looked everywhere after she got disqualified. That's ridiculous. And do you know if they've reached out to CYFD and told them that you're negligent? Do you know if a report um, has been... I had asked around and um, she just talked out of her butt. Oh, <laughs> oh the therapist. Yeah. Just to threaten you. Yeah, she's trying to threaten you. She to tried to it. threaten me. God, that is so wrong. People are, people are so conditioned Evil. and brainwashed. They are. But you know what? It, I, I don't care if they're brainwashed or not. That the therapist had a choice to, to threaten you or not, and she knew yeah. it wasn't right. No, that was her choice. That was her choice to do that. Yes. That is just so wrong. Well, we're going to have to just pray for you, Brittany, and I know that, um, you know, you need some help for your daughter, and uh, maybe a treatment center will maybe yeah. come of this show to help Brittany Thanks with her... Thanks for coming on and sharing your story. ...with her five-year-old... Um, and so maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get you some help that way, Brittany. But thanks for sharing your story. That was courageous, I Thank think. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually just going to try and um, see what this BMS will do for her. Uh -huh. um, I know it's like a couple weeks out. Um, hopefully this will work for her. If it doesn't, I'm just going to, I don't know, find another place for her Yeah. and see how it goes. So yeah. we are at the end of the show. I know. That's crazy. And it's been really, really good. Thank you, Brittany, for Thanks, sharing your Brittany. story. You're welcome. So I want to plug my advertisers, Perkins Protection Training. He will help you get well-regulated. And, and <laughs> if you haven't heard me talk about what well-regulated means, it means that you are well-trained. And it's like, he will help you get well-trained, as in well-regulated. Don't let them change the meaning of words, because they do that uh -huh. often as, as a means of erasing history and, yep. and, and, and dumbing us all down. Yep. Los Ranchos Gun Shop, after you've been well-regulated, you can go in there and get well-equipped. Mm -hmm. So do you own a freedom-friendly business? Advertise is on this station and support this show and many others like it. We have a lot of good shows on this station. To get started advertising or send me comments or suggestions, email me at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to replays of all my shows and have access to useful resources. 
You can also check out my posts on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Telegram, and now you can also listen to the podcast at SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Freedom is is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. It's time to stand up and tell them Marxists and those brainwashed doctors and therapists that and those pushing the woke agenda, hell no, we won't comply. We're the resistance. Catch you next week. Thank you.